Working Fans Podcast. Cool. Yep. All right, here we go. Coming down three, two. And at the Working Fans Podcast, this is just a podcast that three lifelong fans created to have a place to talk comedy and pro wrestling. Now, our comedy podcast releases every Tuesday, while our wrestling podcast releases every Thursday. We release bonus episodes under the moniker Working Fans Presents every now and then. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, any major podcast provider. The important thing is just please like, rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to us. Now, we have started a new thing. We are now on Amazon and Audible. So those episodes release every Monday. And that's kind of going through the archives and just releasing our old episodes in a new area. So if you want to live through the process with us again, take that journey with us again. You can find us over on Amazon and Audible. If you can't get enough of us in the audio form, check out our YouTube. It's youtube.com slash C slash Working Fans Wrestling Pod, or just search Working Fans Podcast on YouTube. We have the whole archive is up there. And if you listen to the Working Fans Podcast, you are more than familiar with the 531. That is our signature segment where we take your top five list on a particular subject, vote it down to a top three, and then debate it down to a top one. If you want to hear three guys talk shit about comedy, wrestling, life, anything, you will enjoy the Working Fans Podcast. Find us on Twitter, that's at fansworking. Facebook, Working Fans Pod. We've got email where you can reach out to us and please contact us to let us know what you think of the podcast and for any ideas that you might have. That's workingfanswrestlingpod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram where you can keep up with us at workingfanswrestling underscore pod and we can continue to do what we love and bring you guys in as fans. We want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs. That is F-O-U-R, the numbers 82designs, 482designs. You can find them on Facebook by looking up F-O-U-R, 82designs, at F-O-U-R, 82designs on Instagram. And if you want to email them, go to F-O-U-R, 82designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality T-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs. First off, it's light years better than our first one. Also, it divides the washer and dryer. They look good, and they're good quality. Nice. And those stickers before Paco chewed them up were amazing. And luckily, we'll be getting some more in, hopefully, before we start selling them to fans. But that's F-O-U-R-8-2 Designs. Welcome back for another week of the Working Fans Podcast. Last weekend, we had back-to-back NWA events. But today, we are talking 531 top light heavyweights and cruiserweights in the game. But first off, Dave, how you doing today? Man, just like butt cheeks, we all come together, baby. I'm ready. Let's do this, man. Junior heavyweights. I want to kick this off, man. I got a little more list than you, so I'd like to kick it off with two people. All right, I'm going to go back to back, if that's all right. 
All right. By the way, I'm fucking on fire. I'm doing great if I didn't say that. So excuse me. <laughs> All right. We got Zach St. John. He brought, first of all, he said he loves this list. So he's got Dynamite Kid, Will Ospreay, Ray Mysterio Jr., 96-ish. He makes sure to point out. Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko. Forgive the allergies, guys. The cat's back. All right. Jake St. John. He said Dynamite Kid, Tiger Mask, Jushin Thunder Liger, Ray Mysterio Jr., Ultimo Dragon, and Ask Me Again, and Hiromu Takahashi will be on this list. So the St. John boys, we did them back-to-back this week. Man, I like that he included Mysterio 96ers on Zach's list because Mysterio's awesome, and he became a better competitor. But boy, that flying he was doing back in 96 was off the page. Yeah, when he first came out, he was definitely unique to the game, and that's why he's influenced so many people, and I think he's going to show up on a lot of lists. Like, first up, Mike Caldwell from Mikey and Fred. He's got Ultimo Dragon, Ray Mysterio Jr., Jushin Liger, Eddie Guerrero, and Dean Malengo. And I think a lot of our list will center on that ECW cruiserweight division with yeah. a lot of the guys they brought in from Mexico, Japan, really that influenced today's style. Almost yeah. 100%. Ray Mysterio, Ultimo Dragon, Liger. I feel like that could almost be your top three right there, but we'll see as this list goes on. I mean, obviously Guerrero, Malenko. We got we got some people that are gonna make this list. I'll go right into Mike Flynn, who's got Ray Jr. again. And before he got all jacked up, Will Osprey. So Osprey makes another list. Haromu Takahashi, pre WE Ricochet, and Brian Danielson. Now that's interesting about Danielson because he is a smaller guy, but I think everybody tends to think of him as, as that main event status guy now. But yeah, I mean, you talk about a guy who could do it all on the ground and is just one of the all-time greats. How do you not include Brian Danielson? Yeah, and cruiserweight, it is a weight class, but a lot of the times, especially you'll even see in Japan, it almost seems to be that class that's just below the main event class because right. like in the last couple of years, they made a big note about Will Ospreay moving from that sure. status to the heavyweight status. So it's interesting how it is a weight class, but it'll almost be like a class where you could be contender-wise. And and to jump on that just a little bit too, Kenny Omega, they did the same thing a few years back with him too when he moved up in Japan in that heavyweight division. And it's one of those things too, I feel like as these guys move up and they get main event status, they're almost forgotten about as the top cruiserweights. You know what I mean? Like Jericho will make this list, I'm sure, by a few people. But we tend to think of him as Chris Jericho, main eventer. Whereas top cruiserweights, we tend to just keep that center to Ultimo Dragon, Dean Malenko, and other guys who never quite made it. With the exception of Rey Mysterio to that upper world title pitcher. And Ray obviously only had a cup of coffee up there, but still. Yep. Now the next person we have is Howdy Price. He is at Price Howdy on Twitter. These are one of the many Twitter lists we got. And he has an almost totally Japanese list. He's got nice. Super Delphin, Grand Naniwa, Jushin Thunder Liger, Ikutu Hidaka, and Taka Michinoku. Now, Ikutu Hidaka, he showed up on some of the old MLWs. I'm so glad I gave you those lists. <laughs> was not planning that. I didn't even look at that, but I'm. I know between uh, Grand Naniwa and Ikutu Hidaka, those are those would be some tongue twisters. Bless you, my son. I uh, I'm a big fan of of Liger. <laughs> I've heard of Super Dolphin. 
I don't think I'm saying. Yeah, I believe he was on the best of the super juniors coming over from Mexico. Yeah. A lot of that CMLL, AAA, you know, New Japan crossover. And I got Randy Oscar here. He's got Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio Jr., AJ Styles, and Christopher Daniels. So I think a little bit of that TNA influence on Randy's list there, too. Obviously, AJ had a long career in TNA before uh, Elsewhere and Daniels. And they were killing it back then, AJ and uh, Daniels, along with Samoa Joe, who obviously is not a cruiserweight, but, you know, all those guys. Yeah, they were definitely killing it. And for years, you could say that Impact almost kept them hidden. Like, I would say they didn't break out almost to, like, their ring of honor. I mean, they were known in Impact, and they had a certain exposure <laughs> there. But I feel like when they hit Ring of Honor, they got a little more. That, that three-way. AEW and WWE, they blew up more. Yeah, that three-way, I think, is the one everybody talks about from TNA, where it was Daniels, uh, Joe, and Styles on one of the pay-per-views they did. And it was like an X division, uh, whatever that was. We had to grab the X, Ultimate yep, X Ultimate match. X. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, that's something I think that always like people still talk about. But, you know, that's where they got kind of their first big push. But, yeah, I think you're right. They sold the Greater Heights, soared the Greater Heights later on. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. It's very interesting. Like, uh, Samoa Joe's not going to make this list, obviously, because he's just a bigger guy. But he had that same style, too, for a big man, you know? Yeah. Now the next list I got for you is Adam Wish from at Real Adam Wish on Twitter. That's Real Adam H U I S H. Old and Amazon wish list. Got him. He's got Kidman, Malenko, Mysterio, Ultimate Ultimo Dragon, and Tajiri. And like I said, a lot of that WCW, they really had the prime influence. I think on cruiserweights outside of. You know, they had the prime influence in the United States. On yes. Because a lot of these guys were brought in, like we said, from CMLL, from AAA. It'd be very interesting if we had, like, a higher base uh, Mexican or Japanese audience writing in to see what they would come up with, you know? Obviously, we have fans that are going to have that Japanese taste, but to have actual people who grew up on Japanese wrestling and Lucha Libre, it'd be interesting to see where there'd probably be some names on this list to be like, oh. Oh, where do they come from there? You know? Yeah, Roy Lucher, I'm sure, would give us an interesting list since he was so based in the Lucha Libre in Southern California there. Absolutely. All right. Uh, I am going to have some different people coming up on this list, too. But right now, continue with the old favorites. I got Jesse from New Hampshire, and he's got Eddie Guerrero, Chris Jericho, Chris Benoit, Rey Mysterio Jr., and Shane Helms. Now, Shane Helms obviously had his run as the Hurricane in WWE and actually had a Pretty good run for a lighter weight guy with the cruiserweight belts at uh, WWE, as far as WWE goes. But he also had a hell of a run as part of three count in WCW, too. And just an awesome guy to follow on Twitter. And cool to see that he's got uh, some love on Jesse's list here. Yeah, next list I got is Jason Bayless. That's at T-E-H underscore J-A-Y-B-E-E on Twitter. And he's got, in no particular order... Ray, Sean Waltman, Liger, Eddie, and Pillman. Okay. I got James C. Palmer from Facebook. And he's got Ray Kidman, Hoovy, Petey Williams for that sick finisher, and X-Pac. So Petey Williams also makes a cut here. So a little different, you know? I like that, though. Nice. Uh, yeah, I like seeing when, like, the random names pop in. Now, next, I got Jason Gross from Rockin' Randy's Rockin' Wrestling Group. Well, he's one of our boys now. He's always heading up the list, so appreciate it. Yeah, that. he's almost always first when I'll throw one up. He's got Rey Mysterio, Psychosis, Shane Helms, 
Sean Waltman, and he said it was hard to decide on number five, so he just didn't. <laughs> what is honesty? Well, no, he just put hard to decide on number five, and I just put in that he just didn't. <laughs> he did it. That's why I appreciate him. I got Rodney Malcolm coming in this week. He's got Hoovy, Ray Phoenix, Ray Mysterio, Thunder Liger, and Dean Malenko. So, okay, good to see Malenko on this list. I feel like maybe he hasn't made enough of these, honestly. And Ray Phoenix, also cool to see him because he's such an amazing high flyer, but also just one of the newer talents that's out there today. So maybe he doesn't have the history that a lot of these names have, but he's also probably the premier high flyer today, arguably. Nice. Next up, I got Ice Cold Chris of the East. I can't read his Twitter name because my handwriting's a little nasty, but go search our Twitter profile. You'll see the question up there. But he's got Ray Mysterio, Chushin Thunder Liger, Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero, and Ultimo Dragon. Very nice. I got Tim Parks from Facebook. He's got Eddie Guerrero, Crispin Raw, Nelson Royal, Billy Kidman, and Juicin Liger. I got no problem with Nelson Royal, but I do like an odd name, and it is funny to go with the rest of his list. You don't think Guerrero, Benoit, Liger, Royal. <laughs> so, you know what? But good on him for bringing it. I love it. Now, next up, I got Richard. He's at Smarkhausen on Twitter. He's got two lists. He's got an all-time list, which has mm. Dean Malenko, Tiger Mask, Rey Mysterio, Jushin Liger, Ultimo Dragon. And his current list is Ilya Dragunov, Kushida, Darby Allen, Johnny Gargano, and Cedric Alexander. Very interesting. Nice to see Dragunov getting some love, too, after his amazing performance at NXT defeating Walter for the belt last weekend. Again, not necessarily a guy I think of Cruiserweight because he's just so smash mouth and he's fighting heavyweights, but interesting to see those people making that list. I appreciate him dividing it up in both. I got Justin Baker from Facebook. He's got Ultimate Dragon, Liger, another one, Brian Danielson, Psychosis, and 123Kid and any other name he had. Wow, now mm, my list is last. I've got Rubentude Guerrera. Dean Malenko, Ultimo Dragon, Jushin Thunder Liger, Rey Mysterio, and Jake Rules in effect. I had to put Kushida in that sixth spot. I like that. Also, somebody on Twitter, I might not have sent it to you. I wish I could remember who. He did want to include JB, Jamie Noble as one of his uh, honorable mentions. So Noble Yeah, I noticed him. that. I didn't I saw he wanted to add that, but I couldn't find his whole list. He might not have got back to me. I think you are correct. So shout out to Whoever wanted to at least put Jamie Noble on there. I got two more lists in my mind. Last from Facebook, Jason R. Deal in no order. Jushin Liger, Rey Mysterio, 123 Kid, Ray Phoenix getting some more love, and Pac. Pac making some lists. All right, and then we got an oldie favorite here, Scott from Voluntown. He's back. He's got Jushin Liger, Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, Owen Hart, and Mysterio. Now, I also want to point out, Scott did tell me we might have done this list before. That being said, we're getting old, folks. We might repeat some of these once in a while. Fuck it. They're fun to talk about. So, <laughs> that being and said. And that being uh, said, this list. did get a lot of responses, to be fair. We got a ton of responses, yeah. So, you know, yeah, not every changed. list um, we throw out there gets responses, but I think that cruiserweight, light heavyweight style people like talking about and it's also interesting to look back and see, would go back and listen to the first time we did it. Are our answers now different than they were then? Absolutely. Now, I got my list. Wrap it up. I got Dean Malenko, the Dynamite Kid, who should have gotten more love, Jushin Liger, 
Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, and Jake Rule times 20. I got several honorable mentions. X-Pac, Owen Hart, Ultimo Dragon, and I put in Brian Pillman because Brian Pillman with Jushin Liger was some of the first guys that we highlighted in North America in the early 90s with the light heavyweight style. WCW brought Liger in. Bill Watts created the light heavyweight division, which is kind of unusual looking back given Bill Watts its history of loving heavyweights. But we had Pillman versus Liger, and they had some great matches, and they tore it up. Yeah, now getting down to the top three, got to Mysterio. You got to have Mysterio, who was on every list. Liger. Jushin Liger's got to be there. And, you know, we had so many names mentioned, but for me, I think the guy that maybe belongs on that list, you could argue several people, but when I think of cruiserweights and I think of successful cruiserweights, and I think of all time, like credibility, I'm going to go Ultimo Dragon. The nine, ten different titles he'd have on his waist, everything. Yeah, I- he, the, oh, he was probably the original belt collector. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, he opened the Toriumon gym that spawned like Okada was one of them. And mm-hmm. that ended up turning into Dragon Gate, which Dragon Gate had a Japanese promotion. They had a U.S. promotion. So he was big then, but his influence on the business is even felt today in a major way. Yeah, and I want to throw one something out, too. I think people that listen to the show and know me, I don't just shit on WWE. You know, like I try to like call it really down the middle, and I, I reel us in sometimes. Like, oh, okay, I might like this or I don't like that criminal what they did to Ultimo Dragon. That man should have got way more of a push than he got in that company. Absolutely horseshit. So let that be known, too. All right. Well, speaking of criminal, we're going to knock him out first. Yeah, he's got to go, though. That motherfucker ain't Liger or Mysterio. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's like these guys have all had huge, like we said, huge marks on the business. I outlined what Ultimo Dragon did. But if you look at it, Rey Mysterio still going today. Liger was still going up until a year ago. Yes. And By the way, I remember we did this list before. It was me and AJ because we got down to Liger and Mysterio too. <laughs> but then we did the two okay. bets. And I got to tell you, I don't remember what AJ's point was. I know. like, I love the fact that Liger, you know, he had the comic book going and he's such a national treasure in Japan. But to me, Mysterio became the guy. And when a guy like Iron Anderson says, if I have 10 wrestlers, I'm going to put in my Hall of Fame and Rey Mysterio's on that list at a lot of smaller guys. And he says, because despite his size, he made everything so believable. A guy like Iron Anderson says that. And the fact that despite his size, you just heard what I said with WWE did the fucking Ultimate Dragon. They still, they put, the, they put the world title on Mysterio a couple times. It might not have been long runs, but the fact that he was even there is fucking insane. So to me, this is a guy who just transcended. I mean, he's one of those names. I don't think he's like obviously Cena or Hogan or Austin, but I think he's one of those names that casual fans might know. You know, we go, oh, Rey Mysterio, the guy with the mask that does all the jumps. You know what I mean? Like he just became, me, one of those marquee guys. And I think he's the guy that should have this. Yeah, hundred percent. And Dave, you know what the music means? Our top light heavyweight, Ray Mysterio, folks. Join us again next week, and we will talk to you then. Mm-hmm.
All right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's Working Fans Wrestling Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Working Fans Wrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. 